we all know it's coming and it's not gonna be pretty. It's great to have storable food, but when that runs out, what are you gonna do? Your best defense against the coming apocalypse is to have seeds so you can grow your own food. So I've been looking for various different seeds for the last couple of years. And off the bat, almost all seed companies are the same, as long as they're non-GMO, heirloom, yada, yada. But it's the following years that really concern me. So I bought a whole bunch of seeds last year. And when you get seeds, there's, there's a lot of seeds in a pack, a whole lot. You're probably not gonna use them all if you have a small garden. So you wanna make sure they last again the following year. So the best company I found for these seeds is called Survival Essentials. And when you go on their webpage, it says your best defense against the coming apocalypse. So go to survival-essentials.com, save 10% with promo code DEFIANT and get ready because we're gonna need to eat. And I don't know about y'all, but I don't trust the food in the grocery store anymore. I don't trust it unless I can plant the seed with my own hands and watch it grow with my own eyes and know where it's coming from and feed it to my family. So survival-essentials.com, promo code DEFIANT, saves you 10%. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. in the army of my God. The Lord Jesus Christ is my commanding officer. The Holy Bible is my code of conduct. Faith, prayer, and the word are my weapons of warfare. I have been taught by the Holy Spirit, trained by experience, tried by adversity, and tested by fire. I am a volunteer in this army. I am enlisted for eternity. I will not get out, sell out, be talked out, or pushed out. I am a soldier. I am not a baby. I do not need to be pampered, petted, primed up, pumped up, picked up, or pepped up. Because I am a soldier. No one has to call me, remind me, write me, visit me, entice me, or lure me, because I am a soldier. No one has to send me flowers, gifts, food, cards, candy, or give me handouts. I do not need to be cuddled, cradled, cared for, or catered to. I am committed. I am a soldier. I cannot be discouraged enough to turn me aside. 
I cannot lose enough to cause me to quit. I will win. I am more than a conqueror. I will always triumph. I can do all things through Christ which strengthen me. Devils cannot defeat me. People cannot disillusion me. Weather cannot weary me. Sickness cannot stop me. Battles cannot beat me. Money cannot buy me. Governments cannot silence me. And hell cannot handle me. I am a soldier. Even death cannot destroy me. For when my commander calls me from this battlefield, he will promote me to captain and then allow me to rule with him. I am a soldier in the army. I am marching. I am claiming victory. I will not give up. I will not turn around. I am a soldier. that I have about the past and I don't want to hear it from a human you made it so you're the last person that I'm ever gonna ask tell me what's real tell me what's fake why is everything about you a debate what's the point of love every time I showed it I was broken and it's forced me just to only want to hate why is it only one you but multiple religions why does every conversation end in a division why does everybody want to tell us how to live but they won't listen to the same damn message that they give us tell me how to feel tell me what's wrong I tried to call pick up the phone I'm on my own everybody says you coming back to man why the hell's it taking so long why do I hurt? Why is there pain? Why does everything good always have to change? Why does everybody try to profit off another man's work and destroy it just for monetary gain? Tell me all you black, all you white. I don't even really care. I just really want to know what's right. They've been saying one thing, but I've been looking in the book. And it seems like they've been lying for my whole damn life. Tell me where I'm going. Is it heaven or hell? I just hope this message greets you well. Had a dream that I was walking with the devil. Don't remember how it feels, but I swear that I remember the smell. Look me right into my eye and told me everything I wanted could be mine if I gave up and decided to sell. But I said I'd rather die than get mine. Now I'm here. No fear, one man with a story to tell. Dear God, where were you when I needed it? When I fucked up and repeated it? When they set the bar and I exceeded it? My life is like a book that they've been judging by a cover, but have never took the time to fucking read the shit. I remember telling you my goals and my dreams, but you didn't even answer, so I guess you didn't believe in it. I remember sitting with a gun to my head trying to ask you for some. I don't want religion, I need that spirituality I don't want a church, I need people to call a family I don't want to tell my sins to another sinner Just because he's got a robe when he went to some academy I don't want to read it in the book, I want to hear it from you Don't want to learn it in my school because they hiding the truth Don't want to talk about it to another fucking human being And that's the only reason that I even step in this booth Dear God How do I take this darkness and turn it into light? 
How do I believe in a concept where I speak to a man I've never seen with my own two eyes? How do I know that religion wasn't made just to separate the world and create a whole disguise just to keep us in these chains while the rich get richer and the poor pray to you and perpetuate a lie? How do I know this ain't some big joke? How can I have faith when there is no hope? How the hell does one man have a hundred billion dollars and we still have people on the street that are broke? There's a lot of things I want to talk about and get off my chest. I can't sleep because the devil won't let me rest. I used to know a fucking pastor in a church and I can still hear the screams of the kids even fucking molest. Dear God, do you hear me? Do you hear me? I'm supposed to fear you, but you ain't said shit. So maybe it's you who actually fears me. I don't know the answer. I just want to see it clearly. So many lies and a thousand different theories. All I want to know is who really made religion because I know it wasn't you, but don't nobody believe me. No more lies. No more death. Bring back King. Bring back X. Please, dear God, let their souls rest. Protect who's left and watch their steps. Dear God. I just hope that you know that I'm still a believer, so I'll end this all by saying amen. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday, I'm guessing here. Yeah, Thursday. How's everyone doing this morning? I'm cold. I'm not as cold as Mick, though. He's already out hunting, you know, up in a freaking tree somewhere, waiting for something to shoot. So, hope he does well. Get lots of meat. It's a good thing. I'm debating if I go to court today or not. I don't think I'm supposed to go. Never got a letter. When I called up there, they said that I wasn't on the docket. When I checked the online form, it's not on there. Like the online thing, we don't show up at all. Like we're not on the docket at all. But the last time I was there, they said we were supposed to be back today. So I don't know. I'm in a quandary. Maybe I'll just stop by. And not put it out, not put it off. Yeah. I mean, I was just going to go in and ask for a continuance anyway. And I had emailed someone and asked if they could put in a continuance because Mick was off with his team. I never heard her back, but no, I never got a letter either. So yeah, Lindsay, that's kind of where I'm at. Like, I mean, I have lots of other things to do. See, that's my problem. You ever have that problem where you have too much to do, you don't do anything? Right? I am uh, I'm the queen of procrastination. I work great under pressure. Like, give me something to do and tell me it has to be done by tomorrow. Pff, I'm on it. Give me something to do and it has, tell me it has to be done in two weeks. Give it back to me the day before it has to be done. <laughs> Deadlines. Yeah, Lisa and I agree. I mean, I have my whole little folder, you know. All my information, all the documents I need that I've already emailed to them. But, um, yeah, I'll go in and make sure my name's not on the docket. Just to double check. Triple check, quadruple check at this point. 
See. I'm always getting on my kid to uh, do things when I tell him to do it. And honestly, I need to do the same. Like, I need to take my own advice. Because right now, I'm feeling rather hypocritical. Right? I yell at my kid because like, I made him unload the dishwasher this morning before we went to school because he didn't do it last night when he got home from work. Like, I asked him to. I'm like, if you get it done when I ask you to do it, then it's done. Then you don't have to worry about it. And yet, I am guilty of it myself. There are things that God has told me to do that I have yet to do. And I know that I need to, to prepare for his arrival. I wonder if some part of me I know that some part of me doesn't want the upheaval, the change, the craziness. It sucks to live in limbo, but uh, change can be really hard. And you're right, Brian. Better to go and check it out. Ignoring things is what got us all into this trouble in the first place. I have to go pick up Heather anyway, so it's a little bit out of the way, but I can do a little roundabout circle and go pick her up, stop at the courthouse on the way, just to double check, quadruple check. Thank y'all. How do we weigh, how do we balance the things we need to do to accomplish to maintain our daily lives and the things we need to do to accomplish to prepare for the return of our Lord. Because sometimes those things are in conflict with each other. And you have to prioritize. How do you prioritize that? Do I plant garlic and strawberries? Or do I write a book? The book seems like less of a priority. But if God returns before the garlic's harvested, what's the point? If the power goes out before the book's written, how will we know how to make laundry detergent or bread that's not up here? Yeah, Brian. prioritize but the first priority priority is to figure out what is your first priority so because we all have to work on balance especially me Yeah, Brian, I'll work on my procrastination issues tomorrow. Exactly. It's okay, though. See, the, the thing is, Lindsay, I can't record the book. It's It's got to be written down. And the first, I mean, the one, I've got to write two books. One of them is in my head. That's my story. I can write that anytime. But the other one is 
kind of the basics how to of how to survive without power and whatnot. So, you know, these things I've been learning, these true life skills over the past two years, a lot of times I still refer to my phone, you know, my whatever. I mean, I have a lot of recipes on paper, but at the same time, not like making laundry detergent, which even if the power doesn't work, you can still use laundry detergent in a wash tub, you know, or uh, certain recipes, dog food, chicken food, things like that. And then again, when to plant things. Everything that I refer to, everything that I go to, to check a time, a, a recipe, whatever, online, I need to write down. I need to write it down. And I have like all these recipes and stuff saved, all these little tips and tricks saved. I need to write them down because saved in my phone does me no good if the power goes out, if the internet goes down. And that is coming. And very soon. So. Our friend brother Matt looks like got a new prophetic message. So let's listen to that before we get started here. And the dogs are still whining. Well, hey, brother. well, hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. The message that I'm going to read today is from this morning, December 6th, 2023. If you are new to this channel, welcome. And I encourage you to check out the other messages that I have been posting uh, since I started posting back in August. Or what I do on this channel is just share the message that the Lord gave me. I share it the way that he gave it to me. I read it to you really with no added interpretation or explanation. And um, yeah, so grateful as always for those of you who uh, are subscribed to this channel, who comment, who like and, uh, and do all of those great things. And especially those of you that are sharing these videos with others, we do encourage you as always, if you have prayer requests, uh, please do put them in the comments so that I and others uh, here within this community on this channel, can pray for you. Um, we welcome that. Also wanted to give you a, uh, a quick announcement. I have started a sub stack so that I can make the, the, the content, the messages available so you can read it. Um, also, it looks like Substack has the ability to do footnoting and annotation so I can add the scriptural cross-references and things as I've been looking at those. So I'm going to put a link uh, here either in the in the video or in the description so you can go over there and check it out. And uh, I'll be trying to post uh, stuff there so you can read it. So having said all of those things, I want to go ahead and get started uh, with the message for December 6th. This message is uh, a little bit long. It has a few different audiences, but I think it'd be pretty clear um, who the Lord is speaking to here. 
So here we go, December 6, 2023. What would you ask of me? And I said back to the Lord when he asked this question, to see you, Lord, to see your face, to be in your presence. And then the Lord continued, you shall see me at my coming. You will see me face to face on that day. Tell them I am coming. Tell them to be ready. Tell them to prepare themselves for my day. The hidden things shall be revealed. The secret things shall be laid bare. The plans of men shall be broken and abandoned. I will break the powers and the princes with my fist. They will not stand. Even you, O haughty one, shall be brought low. You are bound for perdition. You will not stand. I will uproot you from your place. I will utterly devastate you and your works. Your princes will be disarmed. Your works shall be pulled down. They are bound for destruction. As you are condemned to destruction. It is the Lord who condemns you. It is the Lord who uproots you. Your authority shall be taken from you, O prince. You deceiver of the nations. Your time is coming to an end. For I, the Lord, the only righteous judge, am he who condemns you. Accuser, deceiver, destroyer, you who are the liar of old shall be dragged into the light. You will be bound, O dragon, in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, I rebuke you. The Lord rebukes you. Your agents cannot hide themselves in the darkness any longer. For I will bring all things to light. You that scurry in the light shall be consumed. To my chosen ones say, You who labor, you who are heavy laden, you who are weary, you who are broken by this world, come unto me. For I shall give you rest. You who have washed in the blood of the Lamb, you I have made clean. I have not forgotten you. I have seen you. I have heard you. I am coming for you. Look for me. Look for the sign of my coming. Hold on. Hold on for my day, O oh my people for my day is coming soon. I will come like lightning comes from the east. I will come suddenly upon you at an hour you do not expect. Keep your watch and prepare yourselves for that day.
make this declaration to the nations. I am coming for my possession, O nations. You cannot hold me back from what is mine. I will shake you. I will sift you. I will move you from your places. I will release the captives, O nations. I will ransom all those that are mine. If you were wise, you would turn to me. But you still think that you can resist. None can resist me. None can hold me back from what is mine. No height, no depth, no gate, no door, no prince, no king, no nation. Hell itself could not hope to hold back from me what is mine. For I am the Lord, the Almighty One, the Maker of heaven and earth. Do you not know, O nations, that it is I that set you in your places? It is I that appointed kings over you, yet you would rebel against me. Release what is mine. Return unto me my possession, O nations. Your armies will fall. Your towers will fall. Your land shall be given to another. For you thought you could withhold from me what is mine. O deceiver, you who would deceive all nations, your time is short. What was given into your hands for this time shall soon be returned to me shall soon be returned unto me. I will break your grip. I will smash your teeth. I will crush your head, O serpent. You are under my heel, and I will grind you down. On your belly you shall go, O cursed one, O eater of dirt. The hour is appointed. It is near. Finish your labors, O my people, and complete the work that I have given you to do. I will not linger. Even now, I am at the door. Soon the call will go out. The bridegroom is coming for his own. Ready your lamps that you might come in to me on that day. Stay alert, stay watchful, look for my hand among you, for I am here. That is the word that the Lord gave me to share with you today, December 6, 2023. Brothers and sisters, I pray that you will be encouraged, that you will be strengthened, that you will finish the work that the Lord has appointed for you to do in the time that remains. And I look forward to the day when we are all gathered together. We can celebrate together at his table. So be blessed and I will catch you guys next time. Thank you, Brother Matt. Hmm.
Let's pray before we get started. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy we need to do everything that you've set for us to do to prepare for your return. For recharging our batteries. For giving us motivation. Thank you for my family. Please keep my husband safe and bless his hunt with abundance so he can provide for us in the way that you've provided for us. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my animals. For teaching all of us what free will truly is. For teaching us how animal instincts can override everything, logic and reason. For giving us that example so that we can understand better how to not give in to that instinct how to control ourselves how to stay focused on the path you've set for us and not be distracted thank you for discernment for showing us the truth and giving us the ability to recognize it Thank you for giving us eyes to see and ears to hear. Yes, Lindsay, I'm talking about Seamus. Seeing Seamus understand that Seamus is my dog. If you understand what that means, Seamus is always at my side. Seamus is always by me. He always comes when I call. He always has to be next to me all the time. When we do a show, Seamus sits right outside the door of the studio all the time. For three hours, for six hours, it doesn't matter. Seamus is right there. Wherever I am, Seamus is right there. Except for when Annie goes in heat. And then that instinct, that drive, that true animal instinct takes over and Seamus don't give a shit about me. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. He just wants Annie. His example, he's lost all control. He's lost all reason. He hasn't even eaten in four days. because he is driven by his instincts. Nothing else matters to him. There is no logic, there's no reason, there's no what there normally is with him. Because he's a pretty good dog and, you know, 
He, he understands what I tell him, except right now. He doesn't care. I fear that too many people in this world, in this wicked generation, have lost all reason, all logic, all semblance of control. They are run purely by instinct, like Seamus right now. Except their instinct is fear, and it's driven by everything around them. A lot of it deliberately. We need to stay focused. So I thank God for giving me this example. To show me how to show all of us what not to do. Do not let your emotions rule you. Do not let your instincts control you. Good job, Eddie. Says I haven't smoked a cigarette in three months because I'm too driven by it. I wish I could say, I mean, I haven't smoked a cigarette in months, but I replaced it with this. It doesn't matter. What will I do when this runs out? I'll have to deal. So good on you for practicing now. Yes, Latanya, we are trying to have puppies if she gives it up and he figures it out because he's awfully big. But God, I hope we're blessed with puppies because new life is such a blessing. Thank you, God, for life. Every single day, thank you for life. Thank you for all the friends, new family, the expansion of the wolf pack. All of us come together to follow our path back to him. Latanya said, uh, her being so small, you need to keep your eyes on hers. He could hurt her bad. I mean, she's not that small. He's He is three times her size, though. He's just super big. But um, right now, I'm more concerned about her hurting him because she's still at the bear stage. Um, you know, he smells her hormones way before she feels them. And uh, so she is straight up attacking him right now. Like I went to my mom's for about four hours yesterday and I was honestly afraid that I'd come home to Seamus's throat ripped out. She's no joke. Like she is no joke. Um, she, she's, she's made him bleed already. Like she, she's put a hole in his lip. She put a hole in his ear, um, or punctured it because she's, she gets, and I get in between them a lot right now because she's getting really mad at him. And she does have those hormones, that instinct driving behind her too. So she doesn't always know how to turn her anger off. 
and he's not at the point where he's gonna attack her back yet because he really just wants to get some but I've seen them go too far with the fighting and I've gotten in between them before and uh, yes I do keep a close eye on them because they could kill each other easily they'd regret it They'd miss each other, but they could easily do it. They are animals driven by instincts and crazy hormones right now. So try not to be that. If you remember yesterday, we were, we read the first Part of the first part of the book of Samuel, the first book of Samuel. And the people, when Samuel got old, asked him for a king. And God essentially said, you get a king, you get a tyrant. And they said, yeah, we don't care. So the first book of Samuel, chapter 10. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Chapter 9. The first book of Samuel, chapter 9. Now there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abel, the son of Zeror, the son of Becheroth, the son of Aphia, a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a choice young man and a goodly. And there was not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than he. From his shoulders and upward, he was higher than any of the people. And the asses of Kish, Kish Saul's father were lost. And Kish said to Saul, his son, take now one of the servants with thee and arise, go seek the asses. And he passed through Mount Ephraim and passed through the land of Shalisha, but they found them not. Then they passed through the land of Shalem, and there they were not. And he passed through the land of the Benjamites, but they found them not. And when they were come to the land of Zeph, Saul said to his servant that was with him, Come, and let us return, lest my father leave caring for the asses, and take thought for us. And he said unto him, Behold now, there is in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Let Now let us go thither. Peradventure he can show us our way that we should go. Then said Saul to his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver. That will I give to the man of God to tell us our way. Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come, and let us go to the seer, for he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. Then said Saul to his servant, Well said, Come, let us go. So they went unto the city where the man of God was. 
And as they went up the hill to the city, they found young maidens going out to draw water and said unto them, Is the seer here? And they answered them and said, He is. Behold, he is before you. Make haste now, for he came today to the city, for there is a sacrifice of the people today in the high place. As soon as ye be come into the city, ye shall straightway find him. Before he go up to the high place to eat, for the people will not eat until he come, because he doth bless the sacrifice, and afterwards they eat that be bidden. Now therefore get you up, for about this time ye shall find him. And they went up into the city, and when they were come into the city, behold, Samuel came out against them, for to go up to the high place. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow about this time I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry is come unto me. And when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold the man whom I spake thee of, this same shall reign over my people. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray thee, where the seer's house is. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And tomorrow I will let thee go and will tell thee all that is in thine heart. And as for thine asses that were lost three days ago, set not thy mind on them, for they are found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? For is it not on thee and on all thy father's house? And Saul answered and said, Am not I a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel? And my family the least of all the families of the tribe of Benjamin? Wherefore then speakest thou so to me? And Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the parlor and made them sit in the chiefest place among them that were bidden, which were about 30 persons. And Samuel said unto the cook, Bring the portion which I gave thee, of which I said unto thee, set it by thee. And the cook took up the shoulder and that which was upon it and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Behold, that which is left, set it before thee and eat. For unto this time hath it been kept for thee since I said, I have invited the people. So Saul did eat with Samuel that day. And when they were come down from the high place into the city, Samuel communed with Saul upon the top of the house. And they arose early, and it came to pass about the spring of the day that Samuel called Saul to the top of the house, saying, Up, that I may send thee away. And Saul arose, and they went out, both of them, he and Samuel, abroad. And as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Bid the servant pass on before us. And he passed on. But stand thou still a while, that I may show thee the word of God. Chapter 10 Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head, and kissed him, and said, Is it not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? When thou art de departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin at Zelzah, and they will say unto thee, The asses which thou wentest to seek are found, and lo, thy father hath left the care of the asses, and sorroweth for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? 
Then shalt thou go forward from thence, and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabor, and there shall meet thee three men going up to God to Bethel, one carrying three kids, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. And they will salute thee, and give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. After that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines? And it shall come to pass, when thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place, with a psaltery, and a tabret, and a pipe, and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. And let it be, when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. And that shall go down before me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down unto thee to offer burnt offerings and to sacrifice sacrifices of peace offerings. Seven days shalt thou tarry till I come to thee and show thee what thou shalt do. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart. And all those signs came to pass that day. And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came upon him, and he prophesied among them. And it came to pass, when all that knew him before time saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets. Then the people said one to another, What is this that come unto the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophets? And one of the same place answered and said, But who is their father? Therefore it became a proverb, Is Saul also among the prophets? And when he had made an end of prophesying, he came to the high place. And Saul's uncle said unto him and to his servant, Whither he went? And he said, To seek the asses. And when we saw that they were nowhere, we came to Samuel. And Saul's uncle said, Tell me, I pray thee, what Samuel said unto you. And Saul said unto his uncle, He told us plainly that the asses were found. But of the matter of the kingdom, whereof Samuel spake, he told him not. And Samuel called the people together unto the Lord to Mitzpah, and said unto the children of Israel, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought up Israel out of Egypt, and delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, and out of the hand of all kingdoms, and of them that oppressed you. And ye have this day rejected your God, who himself saved you out of all your adversaries and your tribulations. And ye have said unto him, Nay, but set a king over us. Now therefore present yourselves before the Lord by your tribes, and by your thousands, and when Samuel had caused all the tribes of Israel to come near, the tribe of Benjamin was taken. When he had caused the tribe of Benjamin to come near by their families, the family of Matri was taken, and Saul the son of Kish was taken. And when they sought him, he could not be found. Therefore they inquired of the Lord further, if the man should yet come thither. And the Lord answered, Behold, he hath hid himself among the stuff. And they ran and fetched him thence, and when he stood among the people, he was higher than any of the people from his shoulders and upward. And Samuel said to all the people, See ye him whom the Lord hath chosen, that there is none like him among all the people. And all the people shouted and said, God save the king. Then Samuel told the people the manner of the kingdom and wrote it in a book. 
and laid it up before the Lord. And Samuel sent all the people away, every man to his house. And Saul also went home to Gibba, and there went with him a band of men whose hearts God had touched. But the children of Belial said, How shall this man save us? And they despised him and brought him no presents, but he held his peace. Chapter 11 Then Nahash the Ammonite came up and encamped against Jabesh Gilead. And all the men of Jabesh said unto Nahash, Make a covenant with us, and we will serve thee. And Nahash the Ammonite answered them, On this condition will I make a covenant with you, that I may thrust out all your right eyes and lay it for reproach upon all Israel. And the elders of Jabesh said unto him, Give us seven days respite, that we may send messengers unto all the coasts of Israel. And then, if there be no man to save us, we will come out to thee. Then came the messengers of Gibba, of Saul, and told the tidings in the ears of the people, and all the people lifted up their voices and wept. And behold, Saul came after the herd out of the field, and said, and Saul said, What aileth the people that they weep? And they told him the tidings of the men of Jabesh. And the Spirit of God came upon Saul when he heard those tidings, and his anger was kindled greatly. And he took a yoke of oxen and hewed them in pieces and sent them throughout the coasts, all the coasts of Israel, by the hand of messengers, saying, Whosoever cometh not forth after Saul and after Samuel, so shall it be done unto his oxen. And the fear of the Lord fell on the people, and they came out with one consent. And when he murdered, numbered them in Bezek, the children of Israel were 300,000 and the men of Judah 30,000. And they said unto the messengers that came, Thus shall ye say unto the men of Jabesh Gilead, Tomorrow, by that time the sun be hot, ye shall have help. And the messengers came and showed it to the men of Jabesh, and they were glad. Therefore the men of Jabesh said, Tomorrow we will come out unto you, and ye shall do with us all that seemeth good unto you. And it was so on the morrow that Saul put the people in three companies, and they came into the midst of the host in the morning watch, and slew the Ammonites until the heat of the day. And it came to pass that they which remained were scattered, so that two of them were not left together. And the people said unto Samuel, Who is he that said, Shall Saul reign over us? Bring the men that we may put them to death. And Saul said, There shall not a man be put to death this day, for today is the Lord hath wrought salvation in Israel. Then Samuel said to the people, Come, and let us go to Gilgal, and renew the kingdom there. And all the people went to Gilgal, and there they made Saul king before the Lord in Gilgal. And there they sacrificed sacrifices of peace offerings before the Lord. And there Saul and all the men of Israel rejoiced greatly. Chapter 12 And Samuel said unto all Israel, Behold, I have hearkened unto your voice in all that ye have said unto me, and have made a king over you. And now, behold, the king walketh before you, and I am old and gray-headed, and behold, my sons are with you, and I have walked before you from my childhood unto this day. Behold, 
Here I am, witness against me before the Lord and before his anointed. Whose ox have I taken? Or whose ass have I taken? Or whom have I defrauded? Whom have I oppressed? Or of whose hand have I received any bribe to blind my eyes therewith? And I will restore it you. And they said, Thou hast not defrauded us nor oppressed us, neither hast thou taken aught of any man's hand. And he said unto them, The Lord is witness against you, and his anointed is witness this day, that ye have not found aught in my hand. And they answered, He is witness. And Samuel said unto the people, It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron, and that brought your fathers up out of the land of Egypt. Now therefore stand still, that I may reason with you before the Lord of all the righteous acts of the Lord, which he did to you and to your fathers. When Jacob was come into Egypt, and your fathers cried unto the Lord, then the Lord sent Moses and Aaron, which brought forth your fathers out of Egypt, and made them dwell in this place. And when they forgot the Lord their God, he sold them into the hand of Sisera, captain of the host of Hazor, and into the hand of the Philistines, and into the hand of the king of Moab, and they fought against them. And they cried unto the Lord and said, We have sinned, because we have forsaken the Lord, and have served Balim and Ashtaroth. But now deliver us out of the hand of our enemies, and we will serve thee. And the Lord sent Jerubal, and Badan, and Jephthah, and Samuel, and delivered you out of the hand of your enemies on every side, and ye dwelled safe. And when you saw that Nahash, the king of the children of Ammon, came against you, he said unto me, Nay, but a king shall reign over us, when the Lord your God was your king. Now therefore, behold the king whom ye have chosen, and whom ye have desired, and behold, the Lord hath set a king over you. If ye will fear the Lord, and serve him, and obey his voice, and not rebel against the commandments of the Lord, then shall both ye and also the king that reigneth over you continue following the Lord your God. But if ye will not obey the voice of the Lord, but rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then shall the hand of the Lord be against you, as it was against your fathers. Now therefore stand and see this great thing which the Lord will do before your eyes. Is it not wheat harvest today? I will call unto the Lord, and he shall send thunder and rain, that ye may perceive and see that your wickedness is great, which ye have done in the sight of the Lord, in asking you a king. So Samuel called unto the Lord, and the Lord sent thunder and rain that day, and all the people greatly feared the Lord and Samuel. And all the people said unto Samuel, Pray for thy servants unto the Lord thy God, that we die not. For we have added unto all our sins this evil to ask us a king. And Samuel said unto the people, Fear not, ye have done all this wickedness, yet turn not aside from following the Lord, but serve the Lord with all your heart. And turn ye not aside, for then should ye go after vain things, which cannot profit nor deliver, for they are vain. For the Lord will not forsake his people for his great name's sake, because it has pleased the Lord to make you his people. Moreover, as for me, God forbid that I should sin against the Lord in ceasing to pray for you, but I will teach you the good and the right way. Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider how great things he hath done for you. But if ye shall still do wickedly, ye shall be consumed, both ye and your king. And that is it for us for today.
there is another message from Brother Matt that I want to play before we get out of here. And there's Annie come trying to... hide in the studio. So... sisters it's brother matt back with another message from the lord today's message is from may 19th 2023 it's part of the longer series of messages the lord gave me between easter and pentecost which i've been sharing here on my channel if you're new to this channel i encourage you to check out the other messages and and uh, listen to the other things that i've been sharing I'm grateful as always for those who like and uh, for the many new subscribers we've had over the last couple of days, and especially for those who make comments in the comment section. And uh, I want you guys to know when you make comments in the comment section, I, I do read them and I respond when uh, it seems right for me to respond. And especially for those of you who put prayer requests in uh, the comment section, I want you to know that I pray for you and I know that others uh, are praying for you as well. So if you need prayer, uh, please do put it in the comment section and we will pray for you. Um, so May 19th, 2023, what I do uh, here on this channel is I, I read the message just as it's given to me. I, it's not a sermon that I've written or put together on my own. Um, it is the word that the Lord gave me. And so I just read it as he gave it to me. I don't add anything to it. I don't interpret it or explain it uh, beyond uh, allowing it to just be what it is and, and as he gave it. So um, having said all of that, um, this is what it says for May 19th, 2023. I, the Lord, the risen and exalted one will speak. Behold, I am coming soon and my coming will be as lightning comes from the east. I will come in a flash in a moment. And in that moment, you will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Two men will be in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. So shall it be when I come to call my children home. So shall it be when I come to fetch my bride. Therefore, prepare yourselves and look forward to that great day. For the day of your redemption will be soon at hand. Behold, I am making all things new. The old things will pass away so that new things may come. I will strengthen you for the journey ahead. There are yet some things I will ask of you. I am faithful, says the Lord. I will do all that I have promised to do. My word is true. It is trustworthy. It is reliable. But will I find faithfulness on the earth? If you are to be my stewards, it is required that stewards be faithful. Be faithful, therefore, O servant of the Lord, to complete the task that I have given unto you. I will not leave you, nor forsake you, nor forsake any who belong to me. For I am a loving father. I show my kindness to a thousand generations, to those who love me and are called by my name. Continue in the work. I have given to you. Continue to be faithful. I will expand your influence 
and bring other partners to you. To you, it will seem as if you are unearthing rare and precious jewels that have been hidden all around you. For I have already prepared what you need. Therefore, ask of me as you have need, and I will raise up your provision. You will see my hand clearly at work around you and before you. You will know that I was there before you, making a way before you. It will not seem strange to you, for I am he who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. Therefore, trust and watch expectantly for me. Remember how my disciples waited faithfully for the heavenly gift to come. In the same way, when you are told to wait, then wait faithfully. Wait with your hands outstretched in expectation of the gift to come. Do not be unmoored by the coming calamity upon the earth. For even in this crisis and calamity, I will be at work to bring my sons and daughters to glory. I am the Lord. I will not give my glory to another. I will ransom my children from among the nations where they are held. No gate can withhold me. No border can detract me from gathering my possession to myself. I will cause your borders to be redrawn, O nations. I will cause your gate to collapse. I will make paths for my people to come to me from wherever they have been planted. None can resist my mighty hand. I am the Lord, God of Israel, God of Abraham, of Jacob, of Isaac. None can prevail against me. Though you are weary, O servant, I will give you rest. I will sustain you under my wing and strengthen you for the days that remain. Drink deep of me. Drink deep of my spirit. Behold, I am your helper, your counselor, your advocate. Lean on me for all you need and seek my mighty provision. I have loved you, O servants of the Lord. I have chosen you for this hour. Be faithful to do what I command. All authority on heaven and earth has been given to me, and behold, I am with you. Therefore, know my authority goes with you. Whatever you ask in my name, in accordance with my will, surely I will do it. You do not have, because you do not ask. I am a gracious and loving father, and I love to give freely to my children. What manner of father would I be if when you ask for a piece of bread, I gave to you a snake? Know that I am a good father who gives willingly and freely to my children. Take your rest now, O servant. I will visit you again, says the Lord who is with you. My name is Emmanuel, for I will be with you always. That is uh, the word the Lord gave me for May 19th, 2023.
2023. I pray, uh, brothers and sisters, and those of you who found this channel, that you will be blessed, that you will know the Lord, that you will walk with the Lord and walk in faithfulness to him. And uh, I'll see you next time. Hey, brother. Thank you. Annie just unplugged the second computer. Get out. Out. So I'm going to beat her ass here. Out. Come here. Oh, this is Annie. You guys haven't met her before. This crazy girl that's going into heat right now. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh. Out there. Go. Uh out. Go. 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 Thank you. I want you to think about something he said there. You do not have because you have not asked. Think about that. Hey! Hey! You do not have because you have not asked. Lord... I humbly ask that you protect my husband and grant him a bountiful hunt. I humbly ask that you protect our dear friend, Brother Matt. I ask that you keep everyone that's listening safe and close in the palm of your hand and show them their path. And I ask that you intercede in our little court battle here and make it go away. Maybe that's why I'm not on the docket. I guess we'll find out. So, Lyanna's coming up next, or maybe she's already on, actually, mirroring this stream right now. So I'm going to get out of here so she can uh, go on with her show. I'll be back tonight at 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show. Heather is joining me again tonight, and we have Jim Price coming on to talk to us, go over the news. So he'll be guest hosting with us as well. And then, of course, I'll be back tomorrow morning. 8 a.m., bright and early, for more of the good book. So, y'all have a wonderful day. Be blessed. Stay safe. And I will see you on the flip side. Thanks for watching, y'all. Good morning, friends. Happy Friday. 
How's everyone doing this morning? I didn't get a whole lot of sleep, but I'm awake. So I didn't get a whole lot of sleep because I popped in on the uh, social red pill after hours chat last night, which I don't do often enough. I need to get on there more. Um, and it was good, good time, good conversation. But Josh asked what we thought was coming, and I went full moda. And uh, he asked me if I was writing a new Bible or a new book of the Bible. So, well, it's not my writing, but yes, I am. I'm collecting prophecy, scripture new scripture and compiling it. And that's going to be one of my major projects next week when we go to Colorado. Basically when Heather's driving, I'll be writing because there's some things I need to compile before the day comes. And I need to stop procrastinating. But once you set a day for it to do it, then it's no longer procrastinating. We talked about procrastinating yesterday. But today I want to talk a little bit about listening, trusting, asking questions. You know, it's the things that Gabriel told me in the beginning. I didn't understand then. They helped me a lot down my path, but it took me a long time to understand them. It took me teaching them to other people to truly understand them for myself. So when you come to understand that God has chosen you for a bigger purpose, for a role, in this grand scheme of his. And you start asking God, what should I do? Where should I go? What is my path? Why don't you trust the answers that he gives you? Why don't you listen? You trust enough to ask but you don't trust enough to listen to the answer? Who are you doubting? Are you doubting yourself or are you doubting him? Remember the nature of adultery is idolatry. Don't doubt him. Asking questions takes as much discernment as finding answers. You need to know which questions to ask. So when you ask God, what should I do? And something in your gut tells you what the answer is. Why don't you trust that? 
Why don't you listen to that? Because it might change your life. Isn't that what you're asking for? If you are asking God what your path is, where you're supposed to go, what you're supposed to do, obviously you know you're not in the right place right now. You're supposed to change your life. You're asking him for direction, not validation. When he gives you that direction, follow it. Don't doubt. Don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt how the answer comes to you. Call it whatever you want. Call it the universe. Call it source. Call it God. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing. But if you have enough trust to ask the question, have enough trust to receive the answer. Because I tell you, when you do, that new path is glorious. And it will probably take a major life change. It did for us. We lived in one place for 17 years. We up and moved. Changed our entire lives. I quit my job. Started growing food. Doing this? Why? Why would we do such a thing? I made good money. So did my husband. Our kids were in fancy private school. We were comfortable. Why did we make such a major life change? Because God told us to. That's it. Because we felt called, we asked questions, we got the answer, and we followed it. And here we are. My mother asked me the other day, what if you went back to work full time? She doesn't understand why I would give up a big paycheck and a fancy title, and a lot of responsibility, and a career to do what I'm doing now. She keeps looking for a new career for me. She doesn't understand. I don't need a new career. I'm following a different path entirely. But she asked me, what if you went back to work full time? And I said, we would all be unhappy, unhealthy, fat, and miserable again. Not going to happen. Never going to do it. I already work harder and longer now than I ever did when I was working full-time. And my full-time was 70 hours a week. Exactly. Money isn't everything. And change does scare people. Get rid of your fear. Again, if you are asking God what you're supposed to do, you know that you're not doing the right thing right now. If you're asking God where you're supposed to go, 
you know that you're not going in the right direction right now. If you trust enough to ask the question, trust enough to receive the answer. You think following your path, the path that God sets out for you is going to be easy? It's not going to be easy, but it is going to be clear. The easy way is not always the right way. In fact, it rarely is. So, I'm going to listen to the next message in the uh, series that Brother Matt put out from Easter to Pentecost. I told Josh a little bit about him too, that I'm collecting his as well that we listen to this every day here. Um, and this one's a, a bit longer. So, again, I've not listened to these before. I listen to them every day with y'all. Since the first time God intersected us, Hey, brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. Uh, I do have a message to read to you today from May 20th. Uh, it is part of the longer series of messages that the Lord gave me between Easter and Pentecost, which I've been reading here on this channel. If you're new to my channel, I encourage you to check out the other messages. Um, I started sharing these uh, when the Lord told me it was appropriate to share them. And so that's why here we are in October, but I'm reading a message from May 20th. Um, but this is how the Lord has given me to do it, and so that's why I'm doing it this way. Uh, like you, I've heard the news about Israel, and like you, uh, certainly my immediate reaction is to pray, um, to pray for the people, to pray for those who are affected by the, you know, by the destruction and by, um, you know, the kind of the things that happen in, in these situations. I, I know that they say some people have been taken hostage, so certainly we pray for those people, for their families. I think more than anything else, what's in my heart is that we pray that the Lord, I mean, this is not a surprise to the Lord. Um, so I, I pray that the Lord's will will be done in this situation, whatever that is. And, and you know, uh, he keeps his own counsel on some of these things. Um, so I don't understand exactly what he's intending to do, but I, I trust him as I know many of you do, and we will wait and see, and we will watch to see what will happen. I feel a bit uh, moved today because my wife and I were actually supposed to be in Israel uh, right now, and the group that we were going to go with is still there. I believe they're actually in Jordan uh, today, and uh, they're trying to expedite their return, as I, I believe what's being said is that they're asking all uh, foreign visitors to leave. So, um, so we pray. We pray for the people. Uh, we pray for those who are there. More than anything else, I think we should pray that their eyes would be open and their ears, that they might 
see and hear the voice of their Lord, their Messiah, uh, and that this would be the cause for many people to return to him. That is what's in my heart uh, today. And uh, so we watch, we watch and we pray and we prepare. The Lord has said many times throughout these messages, watch. So uh, so we continue to, to watch and to see what the Lord's going to do. Um, as always, I'm grateful for all of you who have subscribed to this channel. I know we've had a lot of new subscribers this week, and that's super exciting. And I'm, I'm grateful for all of you who uh, who have joined in and, and begun to watch these messages. Um, if you're new, go back and look at the other messages and see the things the Lord has has uh, has given me to share. Um, I'm also really grateful for those of you making comments and those prayer requests that go in the comments. I do pray for those things. I know many others do. I encourage you, if you're watching this video now, look down in the comments and see if there's prayer requests that you can pray for and um, let that person know that you're praying for them. It's a, it's a tremendous encouragement. It's what we should do as God's people to pray for each other, to pray without ceasing, even as we await the day. So uh, having said all of that, uh, I'm going to read now the message for May 20th, 2023. And this is what it says. This is a message to my church. For my chosen people who are called by my name, I am the Lord, Emmanuel, God with you, who brought you out of darkness and into my light. I will not be silent. From long ago, I have spoken to my chosen servants, and I am speaking still. But my people do not have ears to hear. They have become dull of hearing. Wake up. O people of the Lord, return to me. Remember your first love. Behold, I told you to watch, to look for my coming, to prepare yourselves for me, that the day would not catch you unaware. Yet still you are sleeping. You are distracted by the prince of this world. If you were wise, you would set a watch. You would proclaim a fast. You would dedicate yourselves to seek me. But rather, you have become fat and lazy, concerned with yourselves and not concerned with the things of the Lord. Return to me, O people. Remember me, your first love. There are many who proclaim to know my name, and yet, they do not know me at all. On that day, they will say to me, Lord, Lord, but I will say, I never knew you. Heed this admonishment. Open your eyes. Clean out your ears. Make ready your hands. Search yourselves. Humble yourselves before me and seek my salvation that you might come before me with a pure heart and with clean hands. Do you not know that I have offered myself as a gift, an offering for you to receive? You have only to reach your hands out to me. Wake up, O oh sleepers. Keep watch with me. I will not tarry. My day is coming soon. Know that I am a faithful God. I will do all of the things I have said. I will keep all of my promises, for I am the trustworthy one. My name is faithful and true. 
Do not grow weary in doing good, O church, even as you see the day approach. Keep your foot to the pathway and continue to seek the good works I have set aside for you to do. I will complete all of my work in you. Do not forbid the children from coming to me, for anyone who comes to me must come as a child. O oh, my church, how I have loved you, how I long to see you arrayed as a bride on the day of her wedding feast. Prepare yourselves, O oh, my beloved, your bridegroom is coming. I will use this word according to my purposes to prepare a people for myself, to prepare my people for the day of my coming. It will be as a witness to them, both for now and for later. It is a warning. It is an admonition. It is an encouragement for some, and it will be as a curse to others. For those who have ears to hear, it will strengthen the foundations. It will be light and hope. Others will not believe. No matter who comes to them, even if one were to come from among the dead, still they would not believe it. My word is faithful and it is true. This is not a new word. My word is from the beginning. My word took on flesh and dwelt among you. My word is a sharp sword, able to separate meat from bone and to penetrate the hearts of men. My word is a sword in your hand, a weapon to fight, to make war against the enemy of my people. As my word burns within your chest, you must speak these things. I am sufficient for all your needs. Trust in me. O oh, servant of the Lord, I will not forsake you. I will strengthen your hands for this day. I, the Lord, have spoken. Write it in the book. So that's the word uh, the Lord gave me for May 20th, which I'm sharing with you guys now. Uh, I pray that uh, the Holy Spirit would give you wisdom and discernment as to how uh, you should respond to this. I pray that... Um, the Lord will draw you close to him and that you would watch, that you would prepare, that you would be looking for the day and that you would be faithful to obey him and all his commandments. It says in John chapter 14 that uh, the one who loves him will obey his commandments and he will love them back. He loves them too. And he will also reveal himself or manifest himself to us. So brothers and sisters, uh, I'm grateful for you and I will see you next time. God bless you. Well, hey, brother. We'll watch the next one at the end of the show. I do always love how our messages seem to line up. Because I never know what I'm going to say when I sit in this chair. I honestly don't know what I'm going to say any more than y'all do. <laughs> And sometimes I pray about it a bit before the show. And usually 
what I think about then is not what comes out of my mouth. Understand that when I sit in this chair in the morning and talk to y'all, I just open my mouth. I trust in the Lord to give me the words to reach you. So, before we continue on our Bible reading for the morning, and since it's Friday, let's do personal prayers. Dear God, thank you for giving us the strength and energy to do what we need to do to prepare for your arrival, for giving us the ears to hear what you're telling us, the eyes to see the signs you're laying out for us. Thank you for not being silent. Dear God, I ask that you watch over my husband, keep him safe and warm and grant him a bountiful hunt so he can provide for his family. I pray you watch over our friend Ben, keep him safe and steadfast. He is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask that you watch over our friend Lindsay. Keep her safe and focused on what she needs to do. She is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over our friend Wes. Keep him safe and lucid. See, as one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over our good friend Brian. Keep him safe and warm. He is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over our dear friend, Latanya. Keep her safe and steady. She is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over Liana. Protect her in her trials. She is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over our brother Zion. Keep him safe. 
He is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over Brad. Keep him safe. Help him achieve understanding. He is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over our friend, Brother Matt. Keep him safe. Give him rest. He is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over CDP. Keep him safe. He is one of your chosen servants. Lord, I ask you to watch over Linda and Chris. Keep them safe and healthy. They are your chosen servants. Lord, I thank you for life. Every single day, thank you for this beautiful life. I can't wait to see what you have in store for us in the future. The future's coming fast, y'all. I hope you're ready. The first book of Samuel. Chapter 13. Saul reigned one year, and when he had reigned two years over Israel, Saul chose him 3,000 men of Israel, whereof 2,000 were with Saul in Mishmash and in Mount Bethel, and 1,000 were with Jonathan and Gibeah of Benjamin, and the rest of the people he sent every man to his tent. And Jonathan smote the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba, and the Philistines heard of it. And Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. And all Israel heard say that Saul had smitten the garrison of the Philistines, and that Israel also was had an abomination with the Philistines. And the people were called together after Saul to Gilgal. And the Philistines gathered themselves together to fight with Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen, and people as the sand which is on the seashore in multitude. And they came up and pitched in Michmash, eastward from beth Aven. And when the men of Israel saw that they were in a strait where the people were distressed, then the people did hide themselves in caves and in thickets and in rocks and in high places and in pits. And some of the Hebrews went over Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. As for Saul, he was yet in Gilgal, and all the people followed him trembling. And he tarried seven days according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. 
But Samuel came not to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. And Saul said, Bring hither a burnt offering to me, and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering. And it came to pass that as soon as he had made an end of offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came. And Saul went out to meet him, that he might salute him. And Samuel said, What hast thou done? And Saul said, Because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that thou camest not within the days appointed, and that the Philistines gathered themselves together at Mishmash. Therefore said I, The Philistines will come down now upon me to Gilgal, and I have not made supplication unto the Lord. I forced myself, therefore, and offered a burnt offering. And Samuel said to Saul, Thou hast done foolishly, thou hast not kept the commandments of thy, the Lord thy God, which he commanded thee. For now would the Lord have established thy kingdom upon Israel forever, but now thy kingdom shall not continue. The Lord hath sought him a man after his own heart, and the Lord hath commanded him to be captain over his people, because thou hast not kept that which the Lord commanded thee. And Samuel arose and get him up from Gilgal unto Gebeah of Benjamin. And Saul numbered the people that were present with him, about 600 men. And Saul and Jonathan his son and the people that were present with them abode in Gebeah of Benjamin, but the Philistines encamped in Mishmash. And the spoilers came out of the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned onto the way leadeth to Ophrah, onto the land of Shual, and another company turned the way to Beth Horon, and another company turned the way of the border that looketh to the valley of Zeboam toward the wilderness. Now there was no smith found throughout all the land of Israel. For the Philistines said, Lest the Hebrews make them swords or spears. But all the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen every man his share, and his coulter and his axe and his mattock. Yet they had a file for the mattocks and for the coulters and for the forks and for the axes and to sharpen the goads. So it came to pass in the day of battle that there was neither sword nor spear found in the hand of any of the people that were with Saul and Jonathan. But with Saul and with Jonathan his son was there found. And the garrison of the Philistines went out to the passage of Mishmash. Chapter 14. <laughs> now it came to pass upon a day that Jonathan the son of Saul said unto the young man that bare his armor, Come, and let us go over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he told not his father. And Saul tarried in the uttermost part of the Gebeah, under a pomegranate tree, which is in Migron. And the people that were with him were about six hundred men. And Ahiah, the son of Ahitab, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priest in Shiloh, wearing an ephod. And the people knew not that Jonathan was gone. And between the passages by which Jonathan sought to go over onto the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp rock on the one side and a sharp rock on the other side. And the name of the one was Bozes, and the name of the other, Senna. The forefront of the one was situate northward over against Mishmash, and the other southward over against Gebeah. And Jonathan said to the young man that bare his armor, 
Come and let us go over onto the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us, for there is no restraint to the Lord to save by many or by few. And his armor bearer said unto him, Do all that is in thine heart. Turn thee, behold, I am with thee according to thy heart. Then said Jonathan, Behold, we will pass over onto these men, and we will discover ourselves unto them. If they say thus unto us, tarry until we come to you, then we will stand still in our place, and we will not go up unto them. But if they say thus, come up unto us, then we will go up, for the Lord hath delivered them into our hand, and this shall be a sign unto us. And both of them discovered themselves unto the garrison of the Philistines. And the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews come forth out of the holes where they had hid themselves. And the men of the garrison answered Jonathan and his armor-bearer, and said, Come up to us, and we will show you a thing. And Jonathan said unto his armor-bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord hath delivered them into the hand of Israel. And Jonathan climbed up upon his hands and upon his feet, and his armor-bearer after him. And they fell before Jonathan, and his armor-bearer slew after him. And that first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor-bearer made was about twenty men within, as it were, and a half acre of land, which a yoke of oxen might plow. And there was a trembling in the host, in the field, and among all the people, the garrison and the spoilers, they also trembled, and the earth quaked. So it was a very great trembling. And the watchmen of Saul and Gebeah of Benjamin looked, and behold, the multitude melted away, and they went on beating down one another. And said Saul, Unto the people that were with him, number now, and see who is gone from us. And when they had numbered, behold, Jonathan and his armor-bearer were not there. And Saul said unto Ahiah, Bring hither the ark of God, for the ark of God was at that time with the children of Israel. And it came to pass, while Saul talked unto the priest, that the noise that was in the host of the Philistines went on and increased. And Saul said unto the priest, Withdraw thine hand. And Saul and all the people that were with him assembled themselves, and they came to the battle. And behold, every man's sword was against his fellow, and there was a very great discomfiture. Moreover, the Hebrews that were with the Philistines before that time, which went up with them into the camp from the country round about, even they also turned to be with the Israelites that were with Saul and Jonathan. Likewise, all the men of Israel, which had hid themselves in Mount Ephraim, when they heard that the Philistines fled, even they also followed hard after them in the battle. So the Lord saved Israel that day, and the battle passed, passed over unto beth Aven. And the men of Israel were distressed that day, for Saul had adjured the people, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food until evening, that I may be avenged on mine enemies. So none of the people tasted any food. And all of the land they came to a wood, and there was honey upon the ground. And when the people were come into the wood, behold, the honey dropped. But no man put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan heard not when his father charged the people with the oath. Wherefore, he put forth the end of the rod that was in his hand, and dipped it in a honeycomb, and put his hand to his mouth, and his eyes were enlightened. Then he answered one of the people and said, Thy father straightly charged the people with an oath, saying, Cursed be the man that eateth any food this day. And the people were faint. 
Then said Jonathan, Jonathan, my father hath troubled the land. See, I pray you how mine eyes have been enlightened because I tasted a little of this honey. How much more if haply the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies, which they found for had there not been now a much greater slaughter among the Philistines. And they smote the Philistines that day from Mishmash to Ajalon. And the people were very faint and the people flew upon the soil and took sheep and oxen and calves and slew them on the ground. And the people did eat them with the blood. Then they told Saul, saying, Behold, the people sin against the Lord, in that they eat with the blood. And he said, Ye have transgressed. Roll a great stone onto me this day. And Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people, and say unto them, Bring me hither every man his ox, and every man his sheep, and slay them here, and eat, and sin not against the Lord in eating with the blood. And all the people brought every man his ox with him that night and slew them there. And Saul built an altar unto the Lord. The same was the first altar that he built unto the Lord. And Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night and spoil them until the morning light. And let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatsoever seemeth good unto thee. Then said the priest, Let us draw near hither unto God. And Saul asked counsel of God. Shall I go down after the Philistines? Wilt thou deliver them into the hand of Israel? But he answered him not that day. And Saul said, Draw ye near hither, all the chief of the people, and know and see wherein this sin hath been this day. For as the Lord liveth, which saveth Israel, though it be in Jonathan my son, he shall, he shall surely die. But there was not a man among all the people that answered him. Then he said unto all Israel, Be ye on one side, and I on John, and Jonathan my son will be on the other side. And the people said unto Saul, Do what seemeth good unto thee. Therefore Saul said unto the Lord God of Israel, Give a perfect lot. And Saul and Jonathan were taken, but the people escaped. And Saul said, Cast lots between me and Jonathan my son. And Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what thou hast done. And Jonathan told him and said, I did but taste a little honey with the end of the rod that was in mine hand, and lo, I must die. And Saul answered, God do so and more also, for thou shalt surely die, Jonathan. And the people said unto Saul, Shall Jonathan die, who hath wrought this great salvation in Israel? God forbid, as the Lord liveth, there shall not one hair on his head fall to the ground, for he hath wrought with God this day. So the people rescued Jonathan, that he died not. Then Saul went up from following the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. So Saul took the kingdom over Israel and fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab and against the children of Ammon and against Edom and against the kings of Zobah and against the Philistines. And whithersoever he turned himself, he vexed them. And he gathered an host and smote the Amalekites and delivered Israel out of the hands of them that spoiled them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan and Ishu and Melchishua 
And the names of his two daughters were these, the name of the firstborn, Merab, and the name of the younger, Mishal. And the name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaaz. And the name of the captain of his host was Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. And Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abnel, was the son of Abiel. And there was sore war against the Philistines all the days of Saul. And when Saul saw any strong man or any valiant man, he took him unto him. Chapter 15. Saul also said unto Saul, Samuel also said unto Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint thee to be king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore hearken thou unto the voice of the words of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the day when he came up from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek and utterly destroy all that they have and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. And Saul gathered the people together and numbered them into lame, 200,000 footmen and 10,000 men of Judah. And Saul came to a city of Amalek and laid wait in the valley. And Saul said unto the Kenites, Go, depart, get you down from among the Amalekites, lest I destroy you with them. For ye showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. And Saul smote the Amalekites from Havilah until thou comest to Shur, that is over against Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings and the lambs and all that was good. It would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refused that they destroyed utterly. Then came the word of the Lord unto Samuel, saying, It repenteth me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he has turned back from following me, and have not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set him up a place, and has gone about, and passed on, and gone down to Gilgal. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord. I have performed the commandments of the Lord. And Samuel said, What meaneth then this bleeding of the sheep in mine ears, and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? And Saul said, They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said unto Saul, Stay, and I will tell thee what the Lord hath said to me this night. And he said unto him, Say on. And Samuel said, When thou wast little in thine own sight, wast thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel? And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel? And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. 
Wherefore then did thou not obey the voice of the Lord? But didst thou fly upon the spoil, and didst evil in the sight of the Lord? And Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord, and have gone the way which the Lord sent me, and have brought Agag the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he hath also rejected thee from being king. And Saul said unto Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandments of the Lord and thy words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now, therefore, I pray thee, pardon my sin, and turn again with me, that I may worship the Lord. And Samuel said unto Saul, I will not return with thee, for thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord hath rejected thee from being king over Israel. As Samuel turned about to go away, he laid hold upon the skirt of his mantle, and it rent. And Samuel said unto him, the Lord hath rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day and hath given it to a neighbor of thine that is better than thou. And also the strength of Israel will not lie nor repent, for he is not a man that he should repent. Then he said, I have sinned, yet honor me now, I pray thee, before the elders of my people and before Israel, and turn again with me that I may worship the Lord thy God. So Samuel turned again after Saul, and Saul worshipped the Lord. Then said Samuel, Bring ye hither me to Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came unto him delicately. And Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. And Samuel said, As thy sword hath made women childless, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agag in pieces before the Lord in Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went up to his house, to Gibeah of Saul. And Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul, and the Lord repented that he had made Saul king over Israel. Okay, we will finish off there for today. There's quite a lot left in the first book of Samuel. Mm. Okay, finish that next week, actually. So, let us watch the next video in the... Uh, the series that Brother Matt put out before we get out of here.
Brothers and sisters, it's Brother Matt back with another message from the Lord. Today's message is from May 21st, 2023. It's part of a longer series of messages that the Lord gave me between Easter and Pentecost, which I've been posting here on my channel. Um, if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to check out the other videos and see the other things uh, that I've been posting there. Uh, for those of you who've been subscribed for a while, I'm, I'm grateful for all of you. And if you're new to this channel, I encourage you to subscribe and hit the notification bell and uh, that'll notify you when I post a new video. I try to post every day uh, as much as I can. Um, I also encourage you to like and, uh, and make a comment. Um, I read all of the comments and uh, when it seems appropriate, I respond to comments. And I also appreciate those of you putting prayer requests in the comments. We do, I know I pray for those. I know other people who are a part of this channel also pray for those requests and it's good for us to pray for each other. So uh, having said all of that, uh, May 21st, 2023, what I do is I just read the message as the Lord gave it to me. Um, I just try to deliver it to you uh, the way it was given to me. So May 21st, 2023, this is what it says. I am the Lord. I am he who bought you with a great price. I am he who brought you out of the darkness and into my glorious light. Hear me, O servants of the Lord. Do not grow weary at the sound of my voice. Rather, incline your ear and heed my commandments unto you. To the one who has my commandments and keeps them, he is the one who loves me. And I will love him and I will reveal myself to him. Therefore, you who are called by my name, you who identify yourselves as my own, you must obey my voice. My commandments are not burdensome. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Speak to all those that I bring to you. You are my ministers, my hands and my feet. You are my partners my co-laborers, the one who I will touch, I will touch using your hand. The one who I will speak to, I will speak to using your mouth. Therefore, be conformed to my image, O servants of the Lord. Do not believe that this visitation is commonplace. The purpose of this visitation is that I might receive glory among the nations and that it may serve as a warning to those who are outside and an encouragement to my people to watch and prepare an admonishment. It is a reminder that I still speak, that I am not silent, but rather I am ever present. I am a living God. I am he who was and is and is to come. It is a declaration, for the time is drawing near. You will release this word to my people. I will make a way. I will put it into their hand as I put my word into your mouth. You must speak it, record it, release it. It is not yours. It is my word given at the appropriate time given because of my great love. Tell my people, I have heard their cries, their prayers, 
their requests. I am a God who hears, who answers, as I have done again, uh, as I have done before, so shall I do again. I will deliver my people from the judgment that is to come. I have set you apart, my people, called by my name. I have put my mark on your forehead, for you are mine. I told you I was going to prepare a place for you. I left you with work to do, and I gave you my spirit to be with you and power in my name to complete the work that I ordained. Soon that work will be complete. Soon I will return to gather you, O oh my people, to myself. I will adorn you as a bride on her wedding day. Only be faithful a little while longer. Prepare yourselves for me, that you will be ready on the day of my coming. The time is short, as I have said. Work for my kingdom. Prepare for my kingdom's coming. I am the Lord Most High, the maker of heaven and earth. I am he who sits on the throne. I am he who came in the flesh, and I will return again to gather my children to myself. Finish the work I have given to you. Do not fear. Do not worry. Do not despise this prophecy I have given to you. Behold, I am doing a great thing. You will see it with your own eyes, and you will say, Great is the Lord. Praise him for his mighty works. Praise him for his hand, which is not too far to save. Praise him. O oh, you nations, praise him, O oh, you kings of the earth, praise him, O oh, you tribes and tongues. The earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea. So shall I cover the earth with my glorious presence. I, the Lord, have spoken to you. This is my word. I remind you, sons and daughters, to keep your hands clean so that you will remain fit for my service. The enemy would pollute you if he could. I know you are in a battle. When you stumble, be quick to your feet again. Take up your shield, take up your sword again, and continue in the fight. I will give you eyes to see. I will give you ears to hear that you might recognize my hand at work in things and people around you. Listen to my voice and move as I lead you. That's the word the Lord gave me for May 21st. I pray, brothers and sisters, that the Holy Spirit will give you discernment and wisdom as to how you ought to respond. And uh, I'm thankful for you. I'm praying for you. And I'll see you next time. Thank you, Brother Matt. Good morning, Liana. We already prayed for you. You doing your show here? PN. I didn't see you in there before. Dear Lord God, we ask that you watch over 
PM, your chosen servant, and keep her safe. Sven, good morning. Lord God, we ask that you watch over our friend Sven. Keep him safe. So, Lana, you getting your show going here? Hmm. I'll read some things to you here. I really need to go through and write all this down, as I've been saying. <laughs> there is one I'm looking for. Here we go. The signs are coming from everywhere I look. It will be fast. Three prongs represent our power, so he will use three prongs to attack it. Sun, volcanoes, war are everywhere in my sight. The sun, war, and vandalism create the sword. War creates the morning. Lack of it creates fire. God will use volcanoes, for the foundation must be shaken. You will see what you visioned with the EMP, the war prong aspect, but it will be a marvel of God to see the firmament in his glory. You will see things you've never seen. It will not only be the rain of fire as prophesied, it will be the volcanoes. The volcanoes bring the rain of fire. Hmm. If you were to color a marker for caution, what would it be? Yellow? For Babylon to fall, it must be seen by the survivors from sea. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. For they all headed for the coast. Yellow triggers the series. All the series desolate the farms which have not had rest. For seven years they will rest as prophesied. Pestilence, the sword, and famine. Pestilence is here and will worsen. The sword will come when the lights are turned off. The fire will bring the famine. If the end of mourning causes the fire, what causes the mourning? What have we done? Look at what we have lost. Oh, how we miss the life we had.
I'm going back in time right now, by the way. The reign of fire will begin when the morning ends. The people will grow more angry towards God and there will be a great lack of repentance. So he will consume the rest. Only a few would be left. Those who hold firm to God and our Lord Jesus. When the time comes, do not run. Do not panic. Stand still, my child, and set your feet as a stone. For those who scurry shall surely be consumed. Tell everyone I'm sorry. I'm over this wicked generation. I've been trying to pause and hold time still to save as many as possible. I realize for everyone I save, another is corrupted. The scale cannot be tipped. I have influence. I'm about to change the timing. I feel the range. I'm done. Leave behind your so-called light. A pillar of fire will be your delight. A cloud by day you will pray. Though you will be left in dismay. Remember that the only way, look to God and be still, for it is his holy will. Be as still as a stone, as if you were on a throne. Everyone around is in a hurry. They will surely scurry. Do not be afraid, for in God you are made. Find him. You'll realize he's within After the day comes, your rock of hardened faith shall roll. While you may start to weary, you will not tarry for long on your stone. Be patient unto your Lord and await his trumpet. As a rolling stone, you shall have your path set before you. The path will be set high, and only those whose faith is set in stone shall see. For those who scurry shall surely be on the ground. The path is cleared. Your rock will overcome anything set before you. However, if you fear or have doubt, your rock will surely crumble before them. Hold steadfast in your path and give all glory to God. Do not stumble while looking back. Do not turn from your enemies. For those who fall in faith, their rock shall surely crumble. And then finally... The great mourning will end with great anger towards the evil and wicked generation. It will create a kindle of fire unlike any has been known. Your Lord God will hear your cries and set forth a burning and shaking that will consume anyone and everyone not sitting upon their throne of stone. It is then that your faith, confidence, and determination shall set your path. You will cry no more. You will have no anger in your heart. You will set forth on your path with great determination and loyalty onto your faith and glory to God. Hold steadfast to your faith. Hold steadfast to your family and love, for it is you that will kindle the fire that brings forth the rapture. Do not turn away. 
Do not fear, but go in the direction that you see most high. For Lord God awaits all of us who find ourselves. The veil is made of blue. When it parts, the blue sky you see will fade away. We will perceive it as another planet, as if the firmament was its own ecosystem accompanied by land, mountains, water, even clouds, close enough to travel to by tower. While we gaze in disbelief, there will be a bright star that will appear. It will flash multiple times like a photographer's camera when your idol enters a room. The flashing will end with a bright light the size of the moon with greater light than it. As the light fades, so will the power. Strange things will be seen in the sky. Evil things will occur within your footstep. You must remain firm on your stone throne. We will be in disbelief by both the power of God, but also in the awakening and realization of the lies, deceit, and wickedness. The evil knows. They will use it as an opportunity. Many will fall in the trap or by scurrying with no faith or path. Do not move until you see the pillar of fire, for he will come as a thief in the night. Your path will be set upon your faith and belief. So when God reveals himself and the government tells you that it's aliens or Operation Blue Beam or whatever it is that they're going to tell you it is, know that it's God. Be steadfast. Take all that you've learned. all that you know in your heart, all that you've come to understand, because this is going to be the truest test of your discernment. Everything that we've done up till now will be preparation for this. And we've told you what it's going to look like. So don't run. Don't panic. Don't move until you see the pillar of fire. For those who scurry shall surely be consumed. Don't fall into the trap of the evil ones. You've broken free of their chains of lies for this long. Don't let them trap you with the biggest one. Uh, ben, this did not come, this wasn't given to me. Well, I guess it was given to me, but not from me. It's from Uriel. God gives it to Uriel. Uriel gives it to his vessel. His vessel gives it to me. So kind of like how Brother Matt does it. Except one more step. So, anyway, I'm going to get out of here because uh, I got things to do. And I have gone late. I was trying to give Liana a chance to wake up and get moving. So, um, I have some 
antennas to finish and some garlic and strawberries to plant and some Christmas decorations to hang. So I hope you all have a wonderful day. Um, I'll be back this evening, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the start of the show. Josh from the Red Pill Project will be joining me since Mick is still hunting. So pray for him to have a bountiful, successful hunt. That God sends all the deer in his direction so he can bring them home and we can eat them. And uh, yeah, no Freedom Gardens tomorrow as we're doing a farmer's market. So no Freedom Gardens tomorrow. Um, Mick and I will be back on Sunday for Truespiracy. I have absolutely no idea what we're going to talk about. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll finally read the book of Judas. We've been wanting to do that. Or we'll continue on with the fall of the cabal, the sequel to the fall of the cabal. We'll see. So I hope you all have a wonderful, blessed day. Um, I will be doing a good book on Monday before we leave for Colorado. And I'll probably try and do them from the road on Tuesday and Wednesday, even if they're just a little bit shorter. Um, so, but either way, I thank you all for watching. I hope you all have a wonderful, blessed day. And I'll see you on the flip side. Baby, chill, don't medicate, just meditate You waking up now, well, baby, you hella late Educate, look at what's going on, let it resonate Accelerate, find your inner hunger like you never ate Agenda is to push the hate, separate and segregate Don't celebrate quite yet, the storm is coming, cue for heaven's sake Violence that they demonstrate, instigate and penetrate The values of our country and our God is what they desecrate My fighters ain't no featherweight Pulling out the seams of the fabric that they fabricate They feed us lies, manipulate, intimidate through fear and force Forcing us to sit and wait Till we come together, congregate, and then we liberate Praying that you give me strength to find some love amongst the hate Marching on these streets of blood Till I see the golden gates Troubadour and troubled souls One of God's servants Blades out, cut the grass till we see the serpent One day I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you Just digested, suspected something's going on, but chose to just neglect it. Deflected by some breaking news, always just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objective, but I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. 
read it in the testament These children are protected So I'm fighting all these terrorists Both foreign and domestic Refuse to be directed Lying out of sheep Only kneel to my God So I'm dying on my feet uh, Silence when we speak But there's violence in the street I've been rolling with the punches I can't take it on the cheek uh, Drink from a glass half full I'm optimistic People are sadistic So vicious and malicious Praying for assistance to overcome our position Or I'm gonna start resisting And then I pray for forgiveness oh, day, I hope you see the truth This puppet show stays on because of you I know the show's over, but for those of y'all that have not seen Seamus, here he is. The biggest dog you'll ever see. He's a horse. Have a great day.